Welcome to the teaching ministry of Reverend Daniel Hardy, the senior pastor of Loyalty House International, Peter Maritzburg. Reverend Daniel Hardy has a strong passion for missions and evangelism and has preached the gospel over many years. Join us now for a life-changing experience. Let us pray. Close your eyes with me. Let's pray. Just speak to the Lord. Ask him to speak to you. You've come to hear from mighty God and not from a man. Just speak to the Lord. Maso paliko si pakayola. Rapando loboshendo braske polaya sikaba. Milo bale kale maso paliko siba. Kelo paiso kale. Speak to us, speak to us. Holy Spirit, have your way in this place. Have your way in this place. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. As I walked through the door, I sensed his presence. And I know this is the place. Where love abounds, for this is the temple Jehovah God abides in. We are standing in his presence on holy ground. Surely the presence of the Lord is in this place. I can feel his mighty power and his grace. I feel the brush of angels' wings. I see glory on each face. Surely the presence of the Lord is in this place. Surely the, the presence of the, of the Lord, Lord is in this place. And I can, I can feel his mighty power and his grace. I feel the brush of angels' wings. I see glory on his face. Surely the presence. Of the Lord is in this place. Jesus. I feel the brush of angels. I feel wings. the brush of angels' wings. I see glory on each face. Surely the presence of the Lord is in this place. Dear Lord Jesus, we thank you for today. We thank you for your word that is true. Speak it to us this morning. Let it be a blessing to them that hear it. Send us manna from heaven. Feed our souls. Feed our spirits. Let us in the name of Jesus. Amen. I arrest every spirit that is not yes, of you. Lord. 
I send forth the blood against Amen. it. I send forth the word yes, against Lord. it. I send forth the name of yes, Jesus Lord. against it. In the name of Jesus. Thank you for a wonderful time together. In Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. amen. Say a louder, amen. amen. The louder your amen, the bigger your breakthrough. Mighty God, I bless your name. Holy One, I bless your name. For you are God all by yourself. That's the whole song. Oh, you are God all by yourself. That's it. It's simple. You can learn it. Sing, Mighty God, Mighty God, Mighty God, I bless your name. I bless your name. Holy one. Holy one. I worship you. I worship you. You are God all by yourself. Isn't it true? He's God all by yourself. You are God all by yourself. Let's try it again. Mighty God. Mighty God. Mighty God. I bless God. Yeah, let's go. I bless your name. Holy one. Holy one, I worship you. I worship you. For you are God all by yourself. You are God all by yourself. You are God all by yourself. Are you ready to try it again? Mighty God. Mighty God. I bless your name. I bless your name. Holy one. Holy one. I worship you. I worship you. For you are God all by yourself. Oh, you are God all by yourself. Let's try for the last time. Mighty God. Mighty God. I bless your name. Holy one. Holy one. I worship you. I worship you. For you are God all by yourself. You are God all by yourself. You are God all by yourself. For who you are. For who you are. For who you are. For who you are. I bless your name. I bless your name. I bless your name for who you are. For who you are. I worship you. I worship you. I worship you. For you are God all by yourself. Sing it with a smile on your face. You are God all by yourself. Let's try it again. For who you are. For who you are. I bless your name. I bless your name. For who you are. For who you are. I worship you. I worship you. For you are God all by yourself. You are God all by yourself. You are God all by yourself. Hallelujah. Put your hands together for Jesus. Wow. Well, you may be seated in the presence of God. I think that this morning's service is what we call a combo. Because our pastor has taught us powerfully on prayer. And then you have learned a song. Is that not so? Yeah, it's a combo. 
That's all. And I'm, I'm excited to meet your pastor. He's like a celebrity pastor. You know. We've seen a lot of pictures on Facebook. You know. And he's also on TV. You know. And so on. So when you get to see the real thing, you see that it's for real. Because sometimes your pictures on Facebook are not really good. Do you get sometimes, some not all the times, but sometimes. Do you get it? But to see it for, for you know it's a wawuzi was a bumbu. Yeah. That's an extra wawuzi. Do you see it? So it's good to see the church for real. You are famous for your your song. Lighthouse, one branches, lighthouse, two branches. Yeah, that's, that's how we got to know you. You see, that's a time in life that um, you are taking note of. You know, you will be in existence, but it gets to a point, then you are noticed. May you be noticed. Yeah. So that's when we noticed you. From that camp where you made that song, then we noticed you. Then from there, we started to follow you. Do you get it? Yeah. So, if you're a sister, you are moving around. Brazilian hair. Peruvian hair. You know, Italian hair. Do you get it? And nobody has seen you from today. You will be seen. Yeah, you will be seen. Look, the louder your amen, the quicker it happens. My God, my God. <laughs> so we are excited to be in the church. We are excited to be in the church in Milan. Milan, Italy. We are in, we are in Italy, right? No, I knew that. I was just checking if you know. Just checking, just checking. Do you get it? So... Um, we, we just on uh, my wife and I. That's my wife, Lady Pastor Della. We've been married for 15 years. And we decided that, you know, let's take a, a short holiday. So we came, we came, we came to we came to Paris to just have a little holiday there. Then, as we were planning the trip, she asked me, so, on Sunday, where will we go to church? Because my wife has been born again since um, Noah, Nicole, you know, Moses. She's in that category, so she asked me, where will we go to church? Then I said, oh, well, I will want to go to church in Milan. So... Yeah. Yeah. So we 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 plan our trip to pass through here. We leave early tomorrow morning. Uh, then we head back home to South Africa. You should visit South Africa, like Pastor said. It's a fantastic place. So you will be there. Yeah, I shall see you there. So, um, Daniel, wh where is Daniel? Yeah, he picked us up from, yeah, this guy. 
He picked us up and brought us to church. He said he'll get married next year. And come for honeymoon in South Africa. So, sisters, please, when you are smiling at him, add some spices. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I want to also salute all the pastors in the house. God bless you. We love you. All the shepherds. Everyone who has been working with Reverend Emmanuel faithfully want to salute you. You are the reason why the church is doing well. You are as good as the help you can get. So the help you provide for us, we deeply appreciate it. Instrumentalists, drummers, those who play congas. Everybody, we appreciate you. Hallelujah. Well, also, before we get into the word, we want to salute our pastor, founder, prophet, evangelist, Bishop Doug Heward Mills. Doug Heward Mills. We will never have what we have if it's not for the ministry of Bishop Doug Heward Mills. And we are so grateful to him for giving his life for what he has given it for, for which we all benefit. Yeah. Amen. Through his, what he has given his life for, I got a job. Yeah. If it had not been for that, probably I'd be unemployed. Although I went to school. That's what I've been doing since I finished school. Just working for the Lord and working for him. So I deeply appreciate him. For what he has done in our lives. And you should too. Amen. Amen. So now let me share with you a vision I had. Since we are in the season of honoring the prophet. I want to share with you a vision I had last week. In the vision. I had been invited to a place to preach. And when it was time to preach. It was like the place was demon infested. Heavily infested with demons. And you couldn't see the people. They were all in black. Couldn't see their faces. You could just see their eyes and their teeth. And anytime I tried to preach, they would start to sing a song. And they would sing a song which I didn't know. So they will be singing. You can't even tell which language. That's how I knew it was demonic. You couldn't see them. They were dark. And you couldn't hear what they were saying. And they were not speaking in tongues. Because I know tongues. Yeah. So... Each time, I just want them to start a new. You know those type of songs that never end? It's like they are getting to it. Sometimes you are in a hurry to preach and the choir will sing. The song never ends. And you know, you as the pastor, you know the original song is 3 minutes, 11 seconds. But they've been singing it for the last 11 minutes, 28 seconds. Do you get it? And they've been singing, they've been singing it for a very long time. They will never get done. Do you get it? Then when you check, so... We just have some two minutes, 14 seconds, and some coins to finish the song. You wonder, hey. So it was like that. So suddenly, at a point, I just broke through and I started to preach. And I said, today I want to talk about honoring the prophet. And to honor the prophet means to recognize who the prophet is, to acknowledge what he has done. As soon as I said that, there was a rubbish dump by the side. There was a girl inside, I never knew. She just broke out free from the rubbish and came out. Yeah. Then I woke up. Yeah. 
then I got out of the vision. So I realized that, look, a lot of our problems are because we don't honor the prophet. And honoring, that's why the demons were fighting the message. So as soon as that thing was released into that place, the girl was bound. Because, I mean, if you want to know demons, darkness, death, filth, smell, evil, you know that demons are there. Confusion, mockery, you know demons are there. So it's like the girl just broke forth out of the bondage. As you give to honor the prophet, may you break forth out of every bondage you are in. In the name of Jesus. Every spiritual bondage be broken in the name of Jesus. Amen. So take this season very seriously. Some of you even have to add to what you gave last week. You see, it's not, you see, it's a church, a stubborn church. I will say we are, we have been stubborn. That is why a special day has to be instituted for us to honor the prophet. But honoring the prophet, it should be in my church every Sunday we take an offering for the prophet. Every single Sunday. There's no I don't know whether this is the best place to say it, but the offering we have for last Sunday for honor your prophet, what we have already, maybe five, six times more than the special offering. Because we take every Sunday. Every Sunday. We don't wait for one special. I mean, can you imagine? You are in a relationship with a guy. Only your birthday. That's when he takes you out for dinner. What a guy. Who, who is that guy? Get the water. Get the water. So, if this is all I can even live with you today, I am excited. Because bondages will be broken as you honor the prophet. Hallelujah. Well, let me share with you something also from the Bible for some 10, 15 minutes because our pastor, our pastor is in the class of Jesus and John the Baptist. Because in Luke 11 verse 1, the Bible says, and when he had done praying or when he had ceased praying, one of his disciples came to him and said, Master, teach us to pray as John taught his disciples. So for our pastor to be teaching us to pray today, that's what Jesus did and that's what John did. If you don't believe it, after Jesus had taught in Luke 11, then he went for them Now he introduced them to the Holy Spirit. That's where you have the famous scripture. If ye then being evil know how to give good gift to your children, how much more your father. He taught them, he said, after this manner prayed, then he taught them there what we call the Lord's Prayer, that he said, ask and ye shall be given. Seek and ye shall find, knock and then. For any man that asketh, receive it. Any man that knocketh, the door is open, one that seeketh, find it. Then he goes to that famous scripture of the Holy Spirit. So the pattern of that, it's not like, uh, so there's, some, there's nothing to say, so let me just say something. It's after, it's patterned after Jesus' style. Put your hands together for a good man of God. Yeah, well patterned and well thought about. Hallelujah. Wonderful. So, turn your Bibles with me to 1 Corinthians chapter number 4. Paul is writing and speaking. He says, let a man so account of us as ministers of the gospel of God, ministers of God, and stewards of the mysteries of God. 
For it, moreover, it is required in stewards that a man be found faithful. Hallelujah. Here, Paul is talking to his disciples. I'm preaching about three areas of faithfulness quickly, and then we can go home for lunch. Paul is speaking to his disciples, or Paul is writing to the church in Corinth. You can see Paul's letter to the church in Milan. He said, let a man so account of us as ministers of God and stewards of the mysteries of God. He says, let everybody talk about us. Give this report about us. Give this account about us as what? Ministers of God and stewards of the mysteries of God. Basically, these are just, this is just a word salad to say as Christians. You know what a word salad is? When you put a lot of words together in one sentence. It's like a salad. You have a lot of uh, vegetables in one pot. Yeah, so all these things. Paul is just a word salad. All Paul is saying is that as a Christian, this should be the account or the report. That is, there was a church. They call them, they, they, Paul said, it is reported commonly amongst you that there is fornication. Such as is not even common in the Gentiles or the unbelievers. So this church had a very bad report. They were into fornication. But not, not domestic fornication. <laughs> they, they were into types of fornication that even unbelievers... Don't find it some way. That that you know, fornication. There are levels. There's domestic. There's industrial. There's commercial. Social, social, and social is when friends, friends with benefits. You get it. Now, domestic is when it is done at home, personal use. Yeah. Commercial is when you do it for a trade. Like people pay to. And industrial is when there's an industry, which is it's a business, pornography. The move. You, you didn't know. I'm telling you. Why are you arguing with me? I'm surprised you're arguing with me. Oh. So check with your neighbor and say, uh, Prince. Not you, but I'm sure you know somebody who practices these things on one of these four levels. Now, this church, they, were, they had gone past this because they were doing things that even unbelievers didn't do. Paul said, let's not have that report about you. Let's have this type of where people count you faithful. I've come to challenge you as a church to remain faithful. That the account, when, you, when, when your name comes up, may you be considered as a faithful church. When your name comes up, may you be considered as a faithful pastor. When your name comes up, may you be considered as a faithful Christian. When your name comes up, may you be considered as a faithful help or a faithful church member. Faithful. Faithful steward. It says, moreover, it is required, the requirement... It's a necessity. It is essential. Just as pastor was teaching us that if you are a Christian, you must pray. If you don't pray, you are nothing. You are a suicide bomber or something else. One day I was watching a, a, a movie and there were was, there was some four guys in a VW van. 
And they were having a discussion. They were planning to rob a bank. So a policeman was passing by when he checked on them. And they said they were having a prayer meeting. We are having a prayer. Thank you so much for coming all the way from Zurich. So it's Switzerland, right? Yeah, thank you. God bless you. Yeah. When you travel, remember where your church is. I saw a big bill the other big cross in front of it. I think it's close to my hotel. I will go there for church. No, there's a reason why we have our churches everywhere. There's a reason. There's a reason. Go to where your church is. Yeah, and if you are going to be there for a long time, start your church. Start the church there. Empress Amir only for six months. Start the church. By the time you are leaving, there will be somebody to continue. God already knows that you are only there for six months. God knows it. God, start. Uh, Prince, pastor, the church there is too big. I can't start. start a bar center. When you are going, somebody will continue the bar center. You, many years ago, I was in London. We started a church in a place called Wembley. I'm sure you know Wembley. The famous Wembley Stadium. Yeah, just by the stadium. We started it. Today, the church, when I was leaving, the church was myself, my roommate, some girl, and some two guys. Even those guys were not sure whether they are members of the You know, sometimes you have some people in the church, uh, you, you don't know whether they are members of the church. You, because, I mean, you can't tell which color. Sometimes they are deep blue green. You can't tell which uh, uh, That one. That church is a Wauzi church. But today, the church is there. It's a major church in, in London. Yeah. Imagine we say, oh, you know, we are just here, small time, we are going somewhere, so we won't do anything. There will be no church there by now. Hallelujah. So, this is all to say thank you for coming. Good. Back to what I was saying. I forgot him, but it's one of So, may you be found faithful. Don't be like a bank robber. I was talking about the guys in there. If you, it's a requirement, you must pray. So, they said they were praying. Meanwhile, they were planning to rob a bank. So some of us, if it had not been for what pastor taught us this morning, we are like those guys who are planning to rob the bank. So you must be somebody who prays. Amen. Now, faithfulness is a cardinal requirement for every Christian. Hallelujah. Faithfulness. If you are not faithful, nothing can be done with you. Bible says a faithful man who can find? It's more difficult to find a faithful man than to find anything else in this world. It's easier to find a diamond than to find a faithful man. Yeah. So when God finds you faithful, you are special. I mean, how many of you ladies would like to marry an unfaithful man? If God forbid, then how many of you brothers would like to marry an unfaithful woman? That one, God forbid, two times. Yeah. God for really, really bit. Yeah. 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 God for really, really, really bit. So in Luke chapter 16, Jesus is speaking. This is where Jesus talked about that shrewd servant. Who owed his master money? Or they called him to come and give account of his stewardship. So we will all one day be called to give account of our stewardship. 
And he realized that things were not right. So he decided, he, he checked out his options. Are you praying in tongues, rising from the dead? Because since 2008, I forbid people from sleeping when I preach. Because I'm anointed enough to keep you awake. Yeah, so please, if you see that your eye is closing faster, lay hands and raise it from the dead. Somebody say amen. amen. Good. So like I was saying, this servant, he said, verse 3 said, this, this is what I will do for digging. I cannot dig and begging. I cannot beg. So he looked at his options. Many people don't look at their options in life. He analyzed his situation. He said, look, I can't dig. I can't beg. Then he said, this is what I will do. Then he helped all the people who owed the master. He said, look, you owe 100. Say you owe 20. After all, I am the one. I'm going to be punished. So I'll be punished for all of us. Say you owe 20. You too, you owe 350. You really like money. You owe 350. So you just say you owe seven. How much can you pay? How much can you pay? Do you have it at home? Or you have to go and borrow some? Okay, just pay 35. 35. It's fine. Then he helped all of them. And when he helped all of them, then he went to give report. And he was, he was at, the master, oh, sit down. The master already knew that he had not done well. So he took their blame, helped the people. And then the Bible says, in verse 8, the Bible says, and the Lord commended the unjust servant, for he had done wisely. Because of the, the connections he did. He had done wisely. And Jesus said, I'm going on. Jesus said, therefore, he said, the children of this world are wiser in their generation than the children of life. Therefore, make friends of the moment of the unrighteous, so that when ye fail, they will welcome you into eternal habitation. He said, make friends with these type of, with the people, so that, Charlie, unbelievers are smart. So you to be smart. Then he gives us a lesson on faithfulness. He says, if he that is faithful in that which is least, least is faithful in that in much, and he that is unjust in that which is least is unjust in that which is much. If ye therefore are unfaithful with unrighteous mammon, who shall commit to thy trust true riches? And if ye therefore are unfaithful with that which is another man's, who shall commit into thy care that which is your own? So Jesus explains to us three different areas which we must be faithful in. Number one, he says, if you are unfaithful with small things, that which is least, who will give you much? And if you are unfaithful with unrighteous mammon, which is money, who will give you true riches? And if you are unfaithful with what belongs to another man, who will give you what is yours? Now, in life, these are the three things we are looking for. These are the three things we have been praying for. We all want a lot. From, some, from trivial things to important things. We all want a lot. Ladies want a lot of hair. One of the biggest industries in the world now is the hair business. Yeah. Hair. Want a lot. Because they want a lot. Where we come from, people's hair don't grow. Yeah. It's like they have hair, but it doesn't grow much. 
And sometimes when it grows, it doesn't spread evenly. Yeah. If you are from Botswana, say amen. The Lord loves you and so do I. You know, from 1996, I'd been cutting a brush, what our brother had. Then one day, my children have two sons. They told, oh, sit down, you don't have to get up. You're already, I was just pointing at you. Yeah. Then, one day, my children told me, Daddy, let's grow an afro. I said, why not? Let's, get, let's do this thing. And we started to grow an afro. It was like a shock. Yeah, let's grow an afro. Let's do this afro thing. I said, we are doing it. Then we started to grow an afro every day. But you know, when you are growing, when you are in between, it's not nice at all. So just patch it, keep it cool. Nobody in the church, they just thought that I've not grown my hair, I've not been cutting my hair. Till the day I combed it, everybody was like, wow. They couldn't believe it. Was a wozo. I told, they couldn't believe it that there's still hair by the grace of God. Yeah, so from there, then I cut it to what it is now. Yeah, but I see other brothers believing God for the grace. You know, when you believe God for the grace, eh, sometimes it's not there. No, not you, you can't sit down. But I mean, you can see that the grace is not there. Do do, 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 do you understand? Yeah, that's what it is. Now, from many. If you have a job, you want a better job. If you have this, you want a better job. As a church, you want to have bigger church. I mean, look, this church is big for a church in Europe. But we'll be happier with twice as big. Yeah. We'll be happier with 1,000 members here in Milan. Yeah. Hey, Pastor, but if they come, where are we going to meet? Look, that, let that be our problem, not your problem. Just bring them. Bring them. We let it be our problem. You know, where I have my church in Durban, I mean, I, I'm pastoring in Peter Marisbeck and also in Durban. Peter Marisbeck, we bought a glorious church, perhaps the most beautiful church building in the UD denomination. We have it in Peter Marisbeck. Now, where I pastor in Durban, the place is not really big. You know, it's about maybe half of this place. And it's 444. And I always come. One day I got to church. When I got to church, my assistant came to say, Rev, the church is full. I asked him, has somebody fallen out of the window? He said, no. I said, the church is not here full. I said, the church is not here full. Nobody has fallen out of the window. The church is not yet full. He said, what? I said, Paul was preaching. Somebody fell out of the window. So I'm waiting for the day where somebody falls out of the window. Then, yeah. The church is not here full. So there's nowhere to stand and preach. We are, we are doing the church. If God blesses us with a bigger place, glory be to God. But everything we want more. But Jesus said the secret is that show yourself faithful in that which is least. Then you will be faithful in that which is much. Many of us despise things because they are small. They are small. Oh, they are very, when I married my wife, she was very small. No, not even just small in size, but I mean small. One of my friends said, why are you going to marry such a small girl? I said, she's not a small girl. 
I said, I can show you why she's not a small girl. I said, number one, she has a degree in pharmacy. She's not a small girl. To be able to go to school of pharmacy and finish, she's not a small girl. Number two, Bishop Daggy, what Mills has made her a pastor. She's not a small girl. That's all. If she can pastor people, she can be a wife to me. Very simple. That's all. She can look up. In my church, I don't allow people who don't have bacentes to have beloveds. No. Because if you are a brother, especially if you are a guy, you can't lead four people to church. You want to lead this beautiful sister into life. How are you going to do it? I mean, say you live here in Milan. You, you don't know the directions of how to bring four people to church. And you claim you know the directions into life. I can't commit myself to you. Sit down. Yeah, I tell you, I can't commit myself. I tell all the sisters, you can't commit yourself to such a guy. He doesn't know how to lead even only four people to church. And he's telling you, I'm leading you into life. We are going to own our own car. We are going to own our own building. We are going to have children. How does he know how those things work? When he cannot lead even four people to church. I have my own company, employ people. You can't get four sheep. No, I don't allow you. No, 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 no. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we have a t-shirt. It's written. No basenta, no beloved. Simple. Yeah. Yeah. Look, I know why you can't clap because like pastor said, he's holding your leg. But Jesus said, show yourself faithful in small things. Look, the time I heard that your pastor was here, I was in London. 2001, 2000, when was it? World Trade Center bomb. 2001, so 2002. That's when I heard that your pastor, there's a pastor here. He's related to this friend of mine. And that's when I heard of you. Count the years. Faithfully being here. And I'm sure the church was not this big. Because if the church was this big, it means now the church is dead. Because it has stopped growing. It wasn't this big. But he was growing gradually, gradually, gradually. Faithfully. Now it has branches. Now, not all of us can come here. We have to restrict some of you. Don't come. Be at the branch. Yeah. He said, oh, but it's just a train ride. Yes, we know. But be at your place. Because somebody has been faithful with small. 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 Some of my church members. Look, I have a girl in my church. She's getting married in December. When we first met her, she was like a boy. Do you understand when I say she was like a boy? Her chest was flat. Do you get it? So one day I was driving and I saw her with short hair. Driving, I saw her with another guy. So my wife said, oh, that's the girl. I said, no, there are two boys. <laughs> when we got there, behold, it was the girl. Today she has grown, finished university, getting married. Yeah. Faithful with her. She was a, I didn't say, hey, fully small boy girl, get away from there. We, we won't do anything with you. No, today, with faithfulness with her over the years, today she's getting married to one of our missionaries, our missionary in Dominican Republic. Marry and go for missions by being faithful with small. 
it's small. You started a choir, maybe it's small. I mean, this choir is big for a choir, but you can consider it as a small choir, depending on what your vision is. Because one day, all of this, in fact, the whole church can be a choir. Have you not seen the first love choir? Have you not seen the first love choir? Yeah, so if this is our vision that all of us here will be the size of the choir, that when we come for choirs, I will be using this place, then this is small. So whoever the shepherd is must be, must, must be faithful with it as a small choir and be working. Be patient with the people. Some of the, some of the choir members are full of nonsense. I mean, it's true. If you have been in a choir before, I have never been in a choir before, but if you have been in a choir before, some of the choir members are full of nonsense. Yeah. You tell them we are all wearing red and black. That's when somebody has decided that today I have a white that I want to sugar it. So, no matter what happens, I'm going to wear it. Yeah. But you contain them like that. You say, you know something? I don't think you can sing today. You sing next week, okay. But you are in the choir, okay. Look, where is the woman with the camera? Give it to the girl with the white. Take pictures of the choir as we sing. Uh Then you sing. But you don't say, hey, leave the choir. Foolish girl. No. How can you have more? You are not faithful with little. Yeah. Then he says, if you are not faithful with unrighteous mammon, which is money, who will give you true riches? Many of us are looking for true riches. Many of us, if not all of us. In fact, all of us are looking for true riches. True riches include money, but money is not true riches. Money is just money. It's not true because the Bible says, know ye not that money will grow wings like a bird and fly away. So if money was, if it's true, it will be there. Truth endures. So if it's true, it will be sitting there. But because it's not true, if like, where's your salary last, where's your last month's salary? Where is your last month's salary? Where is it? All the names for money depict movement. Money doesn't stay. It's called currency, which, is, which means a flow. Cash flow. Money in circulation. It's always moving. The money you have in your pocket now is somebody's salary at the end of next week. It must leave you and get to that person or that person will not be paid next week. That's why they don't print any more money. They just have a certain amount of money they print. Because money doesn't stay anywhere. It moves. So it's not true riches. No, it's not true riches. And we all want true riches. But Jesus said to get true riches. True riches is you have money. You have peace. You have joy. You have everything. When you are there, you you can go on holidays. Some of you have been here. You have never crossed the border. Although, although you don't, it's, it's now EU. Brexit, but still EU. You can go anywhere. You can't go. Even you have not gone to Rome. Yeah. You have not even gone to Rome to see the Colosseum and all. You have not gone there. There are even people here who have not gone to Central Milan. No, if you like, I'll use the prophetic to point you out. Yeah. You get it? So, there's a better life. And Jesus is saying that the way you can get there is by being faithful with money. So you're in the church, you don't pay your tithe. You don't give offering, say offering time. Then you just, that's when you are checking a scripture. I mean, the revelation you are having is so deep that. Hey, the revelation is so deep that 
you can't look I'll, i will talk about when the asha gets you we'll talk about the offering later i mean the revelation i'm getting here in this verse is i have enough scriptures for all of us i don't allow people to be reading scriptures when i'm preaching you can go and read it at home yeah taking offering that's when your revere has come to wow what anyway, it's just because of the even some of you stop smiling when we are taking an offering it's like your smile gets a low battery when we are taking offerings. Yeah. Low battery. Your face just gets a low battery. When the Asha sees you, you just continue. You can even frown for the whole row. So the Asha cannot take an offering on that row. Yeah. So, Jesus says, show yourself faithful. Pay your tithes regularly. Give offerings. When you do that, then I can commit to you to riches. When you do that, then I can commit to you. Because God needs true riches to build his church. Do you get it? And he's looking for faithful people to commit it to. Not unfaithful people. Then he says, he that is faithful with that which is another man's, the one that doesn't belong to you, if you are not faithful with that which is another man's, who shall commit unto you? Yours. Who will give it to you? Sometimes, when the thing is not yours, we mishandle it. God actually knows what is in your heart by looking at the way you handle that which is not another man's. That which is not yours. I mean, today I would have been preaching like a house on fire. Either in Peter Marysburg or in Deba. Powerfully. They didn't know until this morning. Then they realized I won't be preaching in any of their churches. Yeah, because I, yesterday, I said, Rev, where are you? I said, I'm leaving Paris. They said, oh, okay, leaving Paris. They did that. He'll be here. But I didn't say where my destination is. So I'm on my way. <laughs> But I'm here preaching like I'm there. Yeah, preaching. I'm, this is my best preaching I'm preaching. No, I'm not preaching half and half like, okay, I'm saving the rest for later. No, this is it. This is it. World Cup finals. This is it. Yeah, preaching my best now. Because this is something that is for Reverend Emmanuel. So I'm doing my best. Then God will find me faithful that he'll give me something that is mine. Yeah. Many years ago, when the church started and the church was working, coming up gradually, many people spoke to Bishop Saki and said, don't you think you should start your own ministry? Don't you think you should? Because you are very, even when you preach, we feel more blessed than when daddy preaches. Don't you think you should start your own church? Don't you think we should say the same to Bishop Eddie? All of them like that. But they were faithful with that which belongs to another man. You should step in Bishop Eddie's church today and see what church it is. Yeah. The church that when you are... Now when I'm preaching, if I knew all of you, I can tell this is this, this is this. When you are there, you can't tell who is who. You are, the, the church is far. Do you understand far? No, because there's no proper English word. And I'm not somebody who's bereft of English words. So when I say far, it means there's no proper English word too. I mean, the church is far. You are standing here. The church is far. Do, do, do you understand? It's beyond large. Now it's, it's far. 
so you see people up to a point, then you just continue. Then you just assume that the other people who are at the back, they are there. That's all. They are real people. It's not a decoration. It's not a design. Big church. You are far. May this church become far. Yeah. Go to Bishop Saki's church now. What we used to call the tent on fire, which has now been built into a church. Glorious church with lights, music, everything. And that church is also far. Far. You can see the person sitting at the back. And it's not what they say. It's what I have seen it before. I've been to all these churches. It's what I have seen it before. Yeah. What I have seen. Tell your neighbor what I have seen it before. Yeah. Far church. When you sit in front, you turn your back. You just see heads, people's heads all over. May it be our story. May it be our story. Just be faithful with what you have. You are taking care of the ministry belongs to Bishop Dagwood Mills. Take care of it. Be faithful with it. Don't say, oh, uh, if I was the head pastor or I was the the founding founding pastor, all of us cannot be founders. I said, all of us cannot be founders. But let's do it faithfully. Let's do it faithfully. Let's do it faithfully. And it will be given to us. Let's do it faithfully. In Matthew 25, Jesus is speaking. He says, a certain man was going on a journey. The Bible says, and he called unto his servants. And he gave them his talents. To one he gave five, to another he gave two, and to another he gave one. And straight away, he went on his journey. And he that had received five went and traded with what he had and gained five more. Likewise, he that had received two, he gained two more. But he that had received one went and dug the earth and hid his Lord's money. And the Lord of the, not many days later, the Lord of the servant came back, the servants came back and reckoned with them. One day Jesus is coming, you come to reckon with us. Let us make account. And he that had received five came and said, Master, thou deliverest unto me five talents. Behold, I have gained five more. And the master said, Well done, good servant. Thou hast been faithful with that which is least. Thou will be made a ruler over ten cities. He says, Enter into the joy of the Lord. This is the reward of faithfulness. Because he was faithful, that's it. You have been faithful, not with much, least. You'll be made a ruler of ten cities. Imagine ten talents. Five talents compared to ten cities. So, what you have now, even if you have more than everybody, it's just five talents. And God said, if you are faithful with it, in return, I'll give you ten cities. Yeah. You have a business, you have it all over the place. Milan, Paris, wherever. Everywhere. Then he that I received two also came and said, Master, this, I have gained two more from trading, so on and so forth. He said, hey, you have done very well. Good servant. Can be ruler over five cities. Enter into the joy of the Lord. Then he that had received one came and said, Master, hmm, thou gave unto me one talent, but I know thee that thou art a hard man. Reaping where you have not stro- you have not sown, gathering where thou hast not strawed. 
So I was afraid and I went and I dig the earth and I hid their talent. Half that which is thine. The master was so bored. And he said, Thou wicked and slothful servant. Thou should have don't you know about the banks? Thou oughtest should have to have given my money to the exchanges that at my return I will receive mine with usury or interest. He said, take what he has from him. This guy, lazy. This is where that famous book comes from. He that had, more shall be given, and he shall have abundance. And he that had not, even what he has will be taken away from him. He said, this guy is so lazy, he's so unfaithful. Take what he has even from him. One day Jesus is coming, and we will all give our account. We'll give our account of the time that we were here. We'll give our account of our time with Reverend Emmanuel. We'll give our time, we'll give account of our time in the master's seat. We'll give you even give account of the message I've preached to you today. That day, may you be found faithful. May you, be, may you not be like this guy who was saying to the master, wicked servant, hard. You don't have anything. I've given you something. I'm hard. He said, I'm wicked. The master said, no problem. I won't argue with you. Sometimes God doesn't want to argue with us. So I won't argue with you. Yes, I'm hard. I'm wicked. I like to gather where I have not strawed. And I like to reap where I have not sown. That, even because of that, that's why you should have given my, ta- my talent to the exchanges. So that when I come, at least there will be some interest on it. Because you knew who I am. Because you know that I'm a no-nonsense person. That's why you should have done this thing. Church of God. Let us be faithful. We have found ourselves here. Let us be faithful. Let us stand by Reverend Emmanuel. Let us support the vision. When we are put in charge of small things, show yourself faithful. When you are put in charge of money, show yourself faithful. When you are asked to take care of that which doesn't belong to you, show yourself faithful. Because when you show yourself faithful, oh, one day the master is coming. Revelations 22, 12, Jesus said, Behold, I come quickly. And I have my reward with me to give to every man according to their work. He said, I'm coming. When I come, I have a reward. May he bring you a reward. May you get a reward. I said, may you get a reward. Show yourself faithful. Moreover, it is required in stewards that a man be found faithful. Church of God, I'm not out of words. I'm only out of time. Stand to your feet. Let's share a word of prayer as we go. Lift your hands. Just pray for yourself. Rando loboso kento labaka kalibala palalalo rando brase prase pala pray for yourself say lord help me in all these areas let me be faithful with things that are small let me be faithful with money let me be faithful with what belongs to another man that you will indeed find me faithful that you will find me faithful masato si kapelokaya what a blessing to be part of this ministry help us to show ourselves faithful lord 
faithful stewards, faithful servants, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Le palo si pakayala, paniso pakoli pakatosaya, kebalolo si paleba kayolaba, randolobos kepalolo sato si pakelo pakayala, mila pasipole ketosiba. Lord, raise up faithful people, Lord. Faithful people in this congregation, Lord. Faithful people to stand with Reverend Emmanuel and to work with him faithfully. To give their time, to give their money, to give themselves, to give their intelligence, Lord. To what you are building. To what you are building. Father, thank you. Thank you for this wonderful opportunity to speak to this congregation. Bless this congregation. Bless this church. Let destinies that are going awry go right, Lord. In the name of Jesus, let opportunities be available to your people. To do well and to serve you. To even show themselves faithful to you. Let this church be bigger. Let the next time we pass around, let the church be twice as big as it is. In the name of Jesus. Bless the people to stand by your servant. And to work with him faithfully. Let them support him. Let them encourage him. Let them pray for him. Let them push him on. Let them help him in every way that they can. In the name of Jesus. As they do so faithfully. Bless them. Bless them. Let it be well with them. Let them have the things that they desire. The things they have been looking for. Make them rulers over cities. Make them rulers over much. Make them bring them into true riches. In the name of Jesus. What people who come to Europe don't get. Let them get them. In the name of Jesus. Give them that which is their own. Bring the church into a meeting place. That is our own. A church that we can say the Lord has made sufficient room for us. Let this church like Isaac grow and move forward. And become very great. Let us be the envy of society. Let us be the talk of the town. That God is really here. We bless you. We thank you. Let pastors be raised from here. Let missionaries be raised from here. Let the grace to go far and near be here. In the name of Jesus. Raise up young people. Who will give their lives and say, we want to go all out for Jesus. In the name of Jesus. We give you glory. We give you praise. Raise husbands for the ladies in the church. That their hearts will be at rest. Raise wonderful wives for their married brothers in the church. Them that are already married, give them happy marriages. Solve every hidden problem at home. Bless the children of this church. Let them flourish in the church. Let our daughters be polished after the similitude of palaces. 
and let our brothers be strong like the cedar of Lebanon in the name of Jesus we thank you we bless you in Jesus mighty name and everybody said amen you are here this morning you want to say pastor please pray with me I want to surrender my life to Jesus I want to be born again if you are here like that I want to pray with you before we go home. You know, one day, Jesus shall come. And when Jesus comes, when Jesus comes, we will all come before the judgment seat of God. Now, when we come before the judgment seat of God, every accusation thrown at us, we will be guilty. What you need to cross that line is that you surrendered your life to Jesus. So although the accusations are true, because you have surrendered your life to Jesus, and Jesus has paid the price for you, you have a free pass to enter into heaven. That price is enough for every sin that you have committed, will ever commit till you leave this earth. But it starts by receiving Jesus. So today you are here, you are not born again. You want to say, Pastor, I want to receive that free gift of salvation by asking Jesus to be the Lord of my life. With every eye closed and every head bowed, you want to lift up your hand and I'll pray with you from wherever you are standing. Pastor, please pray with me. (coughs) Maybe somebody invited you, Pastor, please pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus. Lift up your right hand, I want to pray with you. Lift up your right hand. Pastor, please pray with me. I want to surrender my life to Jesus. Lift your right hand and let us pray. Wherever you are, lift your hand. Let us pray. It's better to be sure than not to be sure. If you have lifted up your hand, I want you to come to me. I'll pray with you. You lifted up your hand. Please come to me. I'll pray with you. You lifted up your hand. Come to me. I'll pray with you. I'll pray with you. I'll pray with you. If you are in front, pray with me. It's okay where they are. Pray with me. Say, Dear Lord Jesus. Please encourage us to pray. Say, Dear Lord Jesus. I accept that I'm a sinner. Please forgive me of all my sins. I believe that you died for me and you rose again. I confess you as the Lord of my life. Thank you, Jesus, for dying to save me. Amen. Father, thank you for our brothers. Bless them. Let it be well with them. Cover them with your blood. Fill them with your spirit. Let them be able to serve you and you alone. We give you glory and praise for their lives in Jesus' mighty name. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. Wonderful. God bless you. God bless you. What do they do? All right, our sister here has something special for you. Folks, it's been a pleasure preaching to you. We, we want to say God bless you. We love you. God loves you. And so do we. Please welcome Reverend Emmanuel. We believe you have been blessed by this life-transforming message by Reverend Daniel Harley. For more information, contact us at 204 Peter Kirchhoff Street, Peter Maritzburg, 
or call 078-038-2166. God richly bless you.